This is the Protect Help Give Show with Nathan Snar. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Protect Help Give Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Snar, and you are listening to Thursday Thoughts. In regards to the timing of this particular podcast, it is August, the end of August, the beginning of September. And this is a special edition uh, for Appreciation Financial because we are going to be going over action steps of what you could be and should be doing in order to generate activity. In regards to my Bay shop and the agents that I interact with and talk with across the nation, I always say that you cannot get the commission, you cannot make the money until you have activity. Activity leads to applications, applications lead to commissions. So it is the beginning of the school year. It is coming up to fall. This is typically our Super Bowl in regards to appreciation financial. This is when we do, on average, the most production uh, throughout the company is during the fall season. And why is that? Teachers are coming back to school. Um, Administrators, principals, secretaries, uh, teacher aides, et cetera, they're all coming back to school off of a long summer. And when you get back to work off of a vacation, how bad do you hate your job? Statistically, everybody's going to tell you that they hate it even more because they just got off of this amazing vacation. They just got off all this time. And now they have to go back to a 95 grind. So what are they wanting to do? They are wanting to know when they can retire, how fast they can retire, and if they could retire yesterday rather than tomorrow. So that is why statistically this is the best time of the year for us in appreciation financial. So what can we do to generate activity? What should you be doing to generate activity? And let's go back before pre-COVID. What did we do to generate activity? The old model was we went in on, you know, to an actual school physically. And I know that's going to be a little bit different this year. This year is going to be kind of a hybrid model. You're going to want people that want to stay virtual and see you virtually because it's more convenient for them. You're going to want people to see you face-to-face because they missed that. And truth be told, listen, in this current pandemic that is still going on, whether you like it or not, some schools may be shutting down. Some schools may or may not let you in because they need to limit the amount of people that come in. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. However, that does not deteriorate from what you should be doing to generate activity. So, one of the biggest things that um, generated us activity since March of last year of 2020 that really picked it up, and they've been around forever, is Para. Para is back on the map. Para is setting more and more appointments each week as they started to generate more and more activity. So Para is available for you to use uh, both to see people virtually and face-to-face. So that is one of the things that I would tell you to use. Para to get in front of people, right? Secondly, a lot of us are going back to the old model. I personally miss seeing people face-to-face. I love the face-to-face interaction uh, everything along those lines. So what can you do if you've never been in our model prior before the pandemic? And that is, uh, I'm give you three basic things. Very simplistic, right? Actually, probably a little bit more as I'll go on in a couple tangents. So the very first thing is figure out where your payroll slots are. 
Hey, if you don't know what a payroll slot is, just ask whoever recruited you in. Find out where your payroll slots are. It's very, very, very simple. You do not need to overcomplicate. You go to the school physically, and when you get to the school physically, you just go to the admin or um, the secretary, right? The secretary is always the gatekeeper. And you just say this, verbatim. Don't, you don't need to sugarcoat it. Hey, when would be a good time to come in and bring you and the entire staff free food sometime next week or, or later this week? That's it. And then you're quiet. Okay? Very simple. You're just telling them, hey, when can we come by and bring you free food? Would like to bring you guys free food. Well, what's this about? I'm glad you asked. Um, I want to do pensioner reviews for anybody that wants to sign up. If they don't want to sign up, they just want food, that's fine. It's appreciation to you guys. But I'm here as one of your preferred vendors, and I want to make sure to give you guys food. I want to be here. Well, when could we do that? And I always like to – I never like to leave it open, guys. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of open-ended questions in certain scenarios, and this is one of the scenarios that I'm not a big fan of. So if I were to stroll in and I would see secretary, I'd go, hey, how's it going? My name is Nathan Sarr. What's your name? My name's blah, blah, blah. What do you need? You'll get that response. What do you need? How can I help you? I'm glad you asked. I would like to come by sometime next week, either Wednesday or Thursday, and bring you and the entire staff. Which day works best for you guys? And then it'll come into some type of dialogue probably, or sometimes it doesn't. That's awesome. Come by on Wednesday, and then I would have some follow-up questions. Great. After I come in or – or when I come in next week, how many people do you have in staff? Could I get a staff roster? Make a note of this. Get a staff roster, because then that tells you who showed up and who did not show up. And you can kind of check them off as they walk in the room. Um, secondly, go and see the room. Perfect. Where would you like me to set up at? Can you show me the room? Why is this important? Because in the past, in 2015, 2016, 2017, uh, we've done this so many times that if you don't go and see the room, what if they put you in a room that nobody goes to? Okay, It, it, it happens. I've seen it before. I've been a part of it. Where they put you in a room that nobody goes to. What if you go to a room and there are no chairs? What if there's no working refrigerator? Et cetera, et cetera. So whenever, uh, let me give you my you know, thought process of beyond this or on top of this. So when I go and see the room, I'm looking for multiple things. One, I'm asking the secretary, okay, is there foot traffic here? I don't want to bring in a ton of food and get nobody to walk through. Secondly, is there a working fridge? Thirdly, are there chairs and tables? That's what I'm looking for when I'm lunching. Then, after I see all that, I tell the secretary, great, I'll come by the day before and hand out flyers in people's mailbox. And do you mind sending out an email reminder, and then the day before and the morning of making an announcement, okay? Write all this stuff down. After you solidify the, the day and time, get a roster, a physical roster. I'll just print you out one or scan you one. Go see the room. Make sure that you get foot traffic there. There's tables, there's chairs. Um, working refrigerator is always a big thing because then you know that people are going to come in because they probably have lunch already put in the refrigerator. Uh, let them know that you're going to drop off flyers the day before. 
and then ask them if they can make an announcement the day before and the morning of that you're going to be there and send out an email. Okay, very simple. What's another thing that we could do? Uh, another thing that was wildly popular prior before the pandemic was sponsoring staff meetings. Okay, and, and real quick before I go on to staff meetings, when it comes to luncheons, you can do this for breakfast. Doesn't necessarily have to be lunch. It could be breakfast. Breakfast has worked very, very well in the past. Okay, so it's lunch or breakfast. Now, the thing that worked probably the best, other than uh, luncheons, was staff meetings. Staff meetings is very simple. You go in, you ask the secretary, "Hey, I'd like to sponsor a staff your guys' next staff meeting and bring free food for everybody." When is your next staff meeting? Okay. And you let them know, listen, I only need two, maybe three minutes to talk. That's about it. And then people can make appointments with me afterwards or I can hand out some sheets and they can make some appointments. Okay. So I would, once again, you're using the free food angle. I would like to sponsor a staff meeting and bring food for you and the entire staff. When's your next staff meeting? After you solidify when the next staff meeting is, then all you need to do is let them know, hey, I only need, you know, two, maybe four minutes to chat. Because that's going to be your pushback. Because some people think that you want to sponsor a staff meeting and have this big PowerPoint, 10, 15, 20-minute presentation, X, Y, and Z. No, I just need to chat for two to four minutes at the beginning of your staff meeting. That's it. Just two to four minutes. Okay? Um, and it could be very, very simple and direct when you're in the staff meeting. I've seen them done a handful of different ways. Typically, when you do a staff meeting, you want to arrive early and you want to have a sign-up sheet at every chair. Okay, so people can sign-up sheet in a pet at every chair. Okay, and then when they come in and sit down, they have a sign-up sheet and a pen. Why? Because you're giving them every opportunity to sign up. Very simple, name, phone number, uh, and when their prep period Okay. Why do you want another prep period? That's typically when you're going to meet them. Before school, after school, lunch, and prep. Typically when you're going to meet them. But you don't really need more than that. Okay. So I've seen these staff meetings work a handful of different ways. Um, you want to get the crowd engaged is probably your best bet. Okay. So the the best way that I've ever done it, the most response I've ever done it is I would go in and say, you know, thank the principal or, or whomever lets you in to do the stuff. And then I'd go by a raise of hands who knows exactly how much money they're going to be getting from their pension at retirement and when the best age they're going to retire. And nobody's going to raise their hand. Okay, great. You have that sheet in front of you. That's one of the things that we do is we show you exactly when you should retire and when's going to be the best time for you to retire. Secondly, who here uh, knows that you're not going to get 100% of your pension and the average state pension across the nation is only going to pay you about 50%. And let me elaborate on that. If you make 100 grand and the pension is going to pay you 50%, you now are only going to be making 50K going into retirement moving forward, which means you're going to take a 50% pay cut. So who in there, who in here knows that? Raise your hand. Okay, that like I said, that's something that we're going to show you and, and make it very uh, simplistic for you and have you understand on and on an individual basis of what it's going to look like. Okay. Thirdly, who in here has a 403B to help cover that pay cut that you're going to get at retirement? Awesome. What I want you to do on your 
your paper, just write the just write 403B. If you do not have a 403B, that is the number one source that your district puts together in order for you to cover that pay cut. And if you don't have that, just put start in the note box. Okay. These meetings last about 10, 15 minutes. Very easy, very simple. They're free to you. The service is free to you. I'm here just to educate the educators and give you all the information that you need so you can then put your best foot forward. Okay. And I will say something along the lines of thank you so much. Here's your guys' free food. Please take it as you, as you go, whether you didn't get it when you come in or whenever you leave, it's here for you. Um, and thank you. And then once again, then thank the principal for allowing you to come in. You then walk around and collect up all the sheets. Okay? Um, another thing that people have been doing uh, just recently, one of my agents just did this, is he called around and got a hold of seven principals and asked him to ask the principals to send out a very generic email to the staff with a Calendly link that just says something along those lines of what we just talked about from a staff meeting. You have a pension. I would love to review it for you, let you know exactly how much it's going to pay you. You could add in their social security if you want. If you are in a state that has social security on top of the pension, um, I am currently in a state that they do not pay into the social security at the same time. Uh, so you could add social security if you want. And then most importantly, you add in the 403B. You're here to do, at the end of the day, pension reviews. Okay, that's what we do. That's the service we provide is the pension review and retirement analysis. Okay, so um, I had an agent literally went seven for seven, called seven schools, got a hold of seven principals and just simply asked, listen, I'm one of your approved vendors. Do you mind if I send you out, if I send you an email with all of this craziness that's going on, I don't want to come in and, and do the traditional stuff. Do you mind if I send you an email and you just forward it off to your staff? They did that this week. They already have over 15 appointments. Seven principals have sent. We don't. We can't confirm exactly if all seven have sent them out yet. I know some are waiting till next week, but he's already got 15 appointments. Okay. Um, the other thing that you can do is door knocking. Okay, you can go and, and door knock at the end of school if you're a preferred vendor, and then obviously you get permission from the principal to do so. Uh, at the end of the day, we did a podcast on this in regards with Andy Davis, in regards to referrals. I don't care what kind of appointments you're getting, whether it's para, whether it's from a breakfast service, whether it's a luncheon, whether it's a staff meeting, whether it's an email campaign that you're doing with the, with the school and the district and the principals. Every appointment that you make has to lead into another appointment, i.e. from a referral. Right? You cannot allow yourself to get stuck in the hamster wheel of not turning your current business into a referral business. That could be handouts, Starbucks gift cards for CEO and President Don Sweeney and Terry Kennedy obviously came out with a book specifically on how to get your business into a referral based business off of $5 Starbucks gift cards. Very easy, very simple, very, very, very easy and simple. Okay. Um, just ask at the end of the day with almost every agent that I see and I come across with, uh, typically the reason why they are not getting referrals is because they are just not asking for them. Okay. So I don't care how you get your appointments, but if, if you are getting appointments and generating activity and you're not following that up with getting a referral because of the service that you provided, then you're truly missing the boat. 
astronomically missing the boat. Go and make this a referral-based business. You're more than capable of, and we're in the market to do so. Guys, at the end of the day, continue to get better every day. Thank you so much for listening, and we will chat with you next week. This is the Protect, Help, Give show with Nathan Snarr.